0: And I'm proud oh, to no, be man. an American. That's so where free. If you have not gotten chills that song, you're not an American. I got chills just now, just now. I
1: just now you got. You gave it. yourself chills by <laughs> singing it. Oh yeah! He gave
0: himself the chills. I love that. it. I'm a patriot. I love that song. <laughs> Y'all, welcome back to That Reload Podcast. Guys, we are all here today. We have the entire crew. I am your host, Joel. Right across from me is our resident cook, the bougie man himself, Jeremy. How's it going, buddy? Meh, meh. (laughs) Sitting next to him is the Tickla, our pit master and producer, Mr. Matt Farr. Levels, levels. And last but not least, the sweet and sassy, sometimes salty, Miss Stacy. Hey, guys. So guys, we are going to be talking about a major holiday on uh, this episode, 4th of July, but we'll get to that later. Uh, right now, I want to kind of see what's been on your alls radar before you all start speaking. I'll talk about uh, failure as a father that I had, that I, had, I, re- I rectified um, yesterday, actually, which, this is news to me. Yeah, well, the, my, for... for in, in <laughs> Joel's
2: my, like, before anyone talks, let me talk. So... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you throw a packet I got to get it like, out so y'all yeah. don't cut
0: me off. Yes. No, I, I, I put it in his butthole. Stop!
2: <laughs> no, no, I... I'm uh, some of those wipes for my bathroom. Yeah. No,
0: for me, in my wheelhouse, as an outdoorsman and a hunter, um, you know, I grew up, but even before I before I got into... Ever went hunting, before I ever shot anything... My old man had me fishing. We always went fishing with him. And I have yet until until yesterday, I never took my kids fishing. We
3: we no, wow. they No. You have. They
0: have ne- I've never taken them. We
3: have fished off your parents' dock year. Me and you?
0: They did it They
3: didn't. have as well. Yes, they have.
0: My kids had never caught a fish until yesterday.
3: Well, by themselves like that, yeah. At
1: all. Well, what did they what did they catch? What were you guys catching?
0: Bluegill.
3: And then that's he cool. caught
0: a what? Oh, he caught a shellcracker.
2: A
3: shell cracker. We've never seen those coming out of Lake uh, Fort Loudoun. It's like
2: a, it's like, I don't even know what Was that it is. one of the ones you get at Christmas time? Like you put like the peanuts <laughs> in like the guy's mouth and you pull it down. He yeah, caught it. a nutcracker. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly
0: what it was. It put up a good fight, too. No, oh, cool. a, shell, a shell cracker is like a less pretty bluegill. You know, the, they're a little more elongated. They're not have that round shape a bluegill has. And they don't have that pretty color that a bluegill has on its gills. Whatever. So,
2: was your failure as a father forcing your children to go fishing because fishing is incredibly boring and dumb? Oh
3: my gosh. Jace loved it. That is
2: not true. Our <laughs>
3: seven year old was obsessed.
0: My failure as a father is that I hadn't taken him yet, and, uh, mainly for Jace. You know, Reed's four years old. I get it. But mainly for Jace, being seven years old, he had never caught a fish, and especially by himself. But we took him over there, and it worked out pretty well. I had 50% success. Both kids did catch fish, but the uh, youngest one, Reed, when we reeled the fish in, you would have thought— No, he
3: liked the fish, but until we said, take a picture with it.
0: As, if it got anywhere, if he thought it was going to get near him, he lost his shit. He, it was like it was like the the devil was protruding out of the fish or something. But a few hours later... I have later, a great picture of him squalling next to A few to hours later,
3: he caught another one and said, I'm not scared, I'm uh, not scared. But you did have a dad win. Because as soon as Jace caught his fish, he said, please, dad, can we eat this tonight for dinner?
0: Yes, he did. He did say that. Wow. You guys had it? No, I denied him. I said, no, son, he must be free.
3: <sighs> no, we, <laughs> we do plan. Um, we're going to get a stringer. And so next time we go over there, we're going to... Um, Catch some bluegill and put them on a stringer and probably take them home.
0: Yeah, so it's a great little fishing spot because they we dump all of our scraps, you know, and we're eating mm-hmm. down there off in the lake. So it's, it's just like a haven for
2: carp, catfish, and bluegill.
3: Well, something else Ooh. that we did was—oh, sorry, go ahead.
2: Oh, no, I was getting a little life hack. You can actually go up to Bass Pro, and they'll let you fish in that tank there and catch all the fish you want. No, <laughs> that's fine. So you guys, you guys at home, just go try that out. Go to any Bass Pro. Go fish in their tank. You can actually use a rod and reel from the store there. Oh. They'll let you fish right there in the tank. Uh, just try it out and let us know how it goes. Did well, you
3: hear about the guy from Bass Pro that got arrested for swimming in the tank?
2: I saw the video. Yeah.
3: He yeah. jumped in the fish <laughs> tank and was swimming, and they found him and, got, and arrested him. But
0: for all of our listeners, they don't let you use a hook. When you fish there, bass pro, they just put a lure on there, let the fish bite it and fight. They don't want to actually fish even hurt know this was fish. a thing. They do I it. didn't either. either. I <laughs> thought Jeremy was just
1: being silly. No, I, I was you can actually, actually like, fish like fish in the tank.
0: They, well, I've seen them do, uh, okay, well, that part, I don't know. I've seen <laughs> them do demonstrations in there. Like they have like yeah, a, a like, pro bass who angler.
2: People work, work there can do demonstrations, but not like people shopping there. <laughs>
0: well, shit, Jeremy, I didn't know. Damn. <laughs>
2: I knew, I knew they
0: didn't use hooks.
3: Something cool that we did um, over at his parents' house was they they got these, we magnet fished. Have you ever heard of that?
2: No. You get the fish to swallow a piece of metal and then you put a magnet <laughs> on the end of your line and then you... Um, yeah. You n- feed metal no, pellets. Yeah, metal pellets. No, you get these, these,
3: these magnets and they're like extra strong magnets on a huge tethered line. And you just take it and throw it and drag it across the bottom of the lake. And it picks up treasures.
0: Dude, look up the videos. There's people that have like really, really strong magnets that have pulled motorcycles out of rivers, guns. Guns, Stuff like that.
3: So we just did it off of his dock. So we were like pulling up like bolts and stuff where they like put the dock together and dropped the pieces in there. I did catch a cool old wrench. Pulled one of those up.
0: I don't know how old it was because it was still usable. I think it's where the- It
3: looked old and it made me excited. <laughs> it was from
0: the 1800s. It was better than and a <laughs> And a hammer and yeah. stuff like
3: that. But there's this place on the lake that like every, it's like called Prater Flats and everybody that has boats, they go and they tie up and they party and I've, there's lots of drinking and stuff like that. I can't tell you how many pairs of sunglasses that we've lost in there. Mm-hmm. We know friends that have lost watches, pocket knives, cell phones, whatever. So we plan this week, we're going to go up to Prater Flats with those magnets and, and have some fun and see what we can get.
0: It sounds
2: super redneck. We're gonna go and go magnet fishing.
3: No, it's so yeah, it much sounds, fun.
2: It, does it sound sounds like your redneck. <laughs> it sounds like the opening <laughs> to like a Jumanji movie. We found this box and we opened it up. And- oh yeah, <laughs> not in 2020, <laughs> dun,
3: dun, 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 but it's kind of cool because you're like, it's like kind of loose and you're like kind of dragging it across the bottom. And when it touches something, you know, you feel that it, you feel it hooks something, and then you have to like drag it in. It's it's a lot of fun. I'm obsessed. So
0: it's uh, this kind of stuff right here is what, is what gets her going. I'm yeah. tell, if it puzzles. And shit like this. Uh, escape, <laughs> escape rooms <laughs> and, and
1: dragon magnets across the bottom <laughs> of the river.
3: <laughs> so we're gonna experiment with a new wild game recipe. Um, oh yeah! This week um, we're gonna do venison liver pate.
0: Yeah? Huh? Do you cook? Do you
1: cook a pate? I know it's like a it's like really smooth. Yes, right? you do.
3: You you essentially yeah you blend it. And you can put it through a sieve if you want it smooth rather than gritty. But then you bake it. Yeah,
0: I've never had. I've never had and. But or then made you chill pate, it again. I've um, seen it. You know, and a, I've got a bunch of livers in my freezer. You know, uh, whitetail livers, and I want to do it. And there's this ingredient uh, I wanted to ask you guys about. What was the mushroom? Well, there's
3: all different kinds of. Um, we looked up some there's different recipes. So many different wild game um, liver pate recipes and stuff like that, and um, a lot of them seem pretty just plain or pretty basic but this girl on uh, Hank Shaw's Hunt Gather Cook Facebook page said I can't like any of you that throw away your livers like you're crazy this is the best thing you'll ever eat especially a young doe uh, their liver is really, really good sweet um, but she had porcini powder in that have you guys ever heard it's of that like a
0: mushroom powder
2: yeah porcini mushrooms um, so you would dry them out and then blend them fine um,
3: where could we get that you think that Asian market
2: No, Trader Joe's has like an umami mushroom blend rub, and it's really good. Um, So I would try that out. Um, I think that'd be good.
3: Yeah, and and a lot of her things had such great ingredients in it, and I'm on par with it, but but she also diced up anchovies in hers, (laughs) and every other recipe that I was looking up didn't have that, so I'm kind of feeling like we'll omit that.
0: She wants to omit it, but I mean— you know this this the recipe this girl's talking about with rant and raved about the anchovy aspect or not aspect, but this this recipe in general. And I hate to take away from it when I haven't yeah. tried it yet.
1: Yeah, why would you why would you want to leave them out? I don't know. What are you thinking there?
3: What?
0: Because she don't want to eat anchovies. I'll
3: eat it, <laughs> but
1: what? well, like anchovies but, are in a ton of stuff and you don't even realize yeah. it. Like they're just really like a super savory flavor
2: booster. So what Umami I was bomb. thinking is
3: why not yeah. add just anchovy oh. paste.
2: Because why would you go with a processed item when you could just go for the real thing? Bomb. Um. I
3: don't know, just like same I just thing, think, like, I think of bones and scales, and, paste, and,
2: and you should use real garlic. I like
3: I mean, things in know. tubes.
0: Pain in the ass, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I like food in tubes. Did you just say that? <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I, like,
3: I, I said I like things in tubes.
2: Oh okay. <laughs> so um, yeah. not that's any better. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yeah, so let's let's head up to Trader Joe's. We'll give that a shot and um. You know, we'll be posting about it. It's the first time either one of us have even ate pate. So that's an, an experiment all in itself. But I'm pretty excited about the ingredients in it. I think it's going to be good.
0: Me too.
2: Now, I have a question about that. Um, from what I've heard, my research um, about livers in particular, is that they are best only when fresh. Uh, as an organ meat, they degrade rapidly over time. Hmm. Um, have you heard about any of that? No. Or? I
0: haven't. Um you know, like, of course, the ones I have are vac-sealed, but go ahead. Sorry, man.
2: Well, like muscles are fine over time. Like like the heart is a muscle. That's fine to vac-seal. Everything else is a muscle. But this being organ meat, um, I've heard that it does not vac-seal. It does not freeze well, uh, fresh or nothing else. And I, I just randomly looked up a couple recipes while you guys were talking about that just to get an idea of the pate stuff. And every one of them was like fresh livers, fresh livers, Oh, um, us um, see No, we cooked
3: we've cooked frozen liver before. Um, yeah, but what's and the, it, no freezer burn or anything like that on there, but I
2: wonder what
0: the degrading factor is in that because I've seen I've I've seen, I mean like you go buy liver at the grocery store, it's not fresh.
2: You know what I mean? Well, like I've seen it like like they usually come like in a cup like, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about, how they're packaged? Yeah. yeah. But those are just like fresh livers that have never been frozen uh, when you're buying like chicken liver. That's, 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 that's like the common one is a mm-hmm. chicken liver. Um, I, I don't know if you've had like fresh liver and next to like liver that you've frozen. I've
0: but had some really a good liver, li- really good liver before, yeah. but not yeah. like I've never had like fresh, you know, deer liver that day. We're yeah. going to be
3: soaking it overnight in um, buttermilk once when we tackle this, but
0: Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to do an ice bath with it first. Then I'm going to soak it in buttermilk. And
2: then uh, it'll probably be be about a two-day process. Yes,
3: we'll keep you updated on that.
2: Yeah. Uh, a pate might be your best way to go with liver that's been in the freezer and stuff because uh, I think it's the texture that m- it messes with. Yeah. So like fresh has like that steak-like texture. Over, yeah. over time, it starts to fall apart on you. So if you're making it fall apart anyway, you're dicing it up, you're putting it into a pate, it. then it's probably not an issue. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But I'm going to let you guys try it before I try it. <laughs> we'll call you. We'll call you. Come I will let you
0: it. know, sir.
1: My experience with livers ends at. We used to use chicken livers to catfish. It was uh, oh, a yeah. catfish bait. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But, but dude, do you, you have like a little snack and eat one. No. <laughs> have you Have you no. ever
0: had fresh fried chicken livers? Like no. good.
2: Yeah. Oh man. That's what so, I'm saying. I've
1: never actually tried to eat liver. I've only ever used it as fish bait. I livers love and chicken onions. livers, man.
0: Chicken livers are mm. good. Mm. Matt, what'd you think about them the uh, that I was munching on today? Uh.
1: I have never wanted a snack so bad when I was watching you eat those.
0: I was giving Stacey shit for buying so many groceries. And then she was like, look what I freaking got you. I was like, I'm so sorry. I love you.
3: I (laughs) mean, he you would have thought I bought him a sports car. He was so excited. And then he got comfy and got on the couch. He had his little plate with his saltines and his wieners on there. (laughs) He was all excited. But I've got to admit, they were pretty good.
1: I've never seen you had like a tiny little fork to get them out of the can with. I've never seen that
0: before. Her uh uh was it was it your uncle that uncle found Ken, that? Yeah. yeah, her uncle found that in like an, an Amish store.
3: Yeah, like an antique store in the Amish country.
0: It's my buying like fork, fork, baby. Yeah. <laughs>
3: three-pronged fork. Yeah, it's, it's really cool for pictures.
0: Have you ever opened
1: up a can and like the broth that's in there mm-hmm. has become mm-hmm. like jelly?
0: Yup.
2: I eat them anyways. What are you supposed to do with that? You just eat them anyway? I eat that you shit You put anyways. the whole can in the microwave. <laughs> 30 <laughs> oh! seconds, cover with a paper towel, good to go. If
0: you're in the woods, you just put it in your crotch and then uh, warm it up that way. Nice.
2: Yeah, the, re- the redneck microwave. That's right.
3: In other news... Um- I know you guys know, but our listeners, Memphis in May was canceled. So, it was planned in May, obviously. Yeah. And then it was rescheduled for the end of September, early October, in which we were going to go. Of course, we had big, big plans this year. and uh, Damn you, COVID! It got canceled.
1: Yeah, it's a bummer. We were, we were planning to meet up with some cool folks, too. Like, I know uh, Mike from Halteman Family Meets was going to meet up with us and do another podcast and have, like, a big breakfast cook and stuff like that. So, it's a bummer, but... Uh, we'll just have to look forward to going next year, hopefully
0: yeah Safety first absolutely would would definitely definitely if it's going if it's going on, we're going yeah one hundred percent yeah,
3: things are kind of spitting off pretty hard around places, so you know definitely better safe than sorry, but it, the question does pop up are we going to be able to p- compete at uh, Scenic City Egg fest this year because you know there's a lot of close contact with people cooking and passing out food hanging out, and you know That's the big question.
0: It is a big big question. So, well, let's go ahead and take a break. And on the other side, we got a few things we're going to be talking about. Some food and some other awesome topics. But stick with us and we'll see you guys on the other side of this break.
2: What's up, guys? We are back from the break, and we're going to be talking about some crazy different foods today. Um, in our group chat this week, we talked about something really fun. Um, this is our group chat that uh, Spencer Kirksey from Spencer Kirksey Official, uh, you guys may have heard him. He's been on the podcast before, um, you know, send butter, that dumbass. Anyway, um, <laughs> he, brought up a, uh, he brought up a particular pizza, and I, I fancy myself a pizza aficionado, so I'm going to try to recreate this pizza this coming week and give you guys an update next week but blaze pizza um if if they're local to you it's a really good uh national pizza chain we have one here in knoxville um have all you guys been to blaze pizza yeah Yeah, i've been there Mm -hmm. no no matt no (gasps) trp
3: field trip we'll have to
2: go together matt i I know you guys like disney They, they have some down at disney you gotta try it out next time you're down there but every pizza is fresh made in front of you they have the dough they press it out they make your pizza put it into an oven they're really good. So they have a white claw pizza they did for a limited time. They made the dough with mango white claw. Why? And then there's a bunch of, wh- why not? I mean, come on now. <laughs> Hang on, don't, 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 <laughs> I want to hear him out here. So, um, I, I went and got a, a, a mango, one mango white claw, cause I'm not going to drink them, uh, cause they're disgusting. And so that I can <laughs> make this. And then the recommended toppings for this pizza are uh, red sauce, mozzarella, pepperoni, pineapple, red bell pepper, jalapeno, and then finish with arugula once it comes out of the oven. That sounds so really I'm gonna... good. Arugula! Oh, yeah. All those toppings. Toppings sound awesome. yeah, with that mango crust. So I'm going to try it out, uh, sourdough mango crust with all those toppings and uh, report back next week and let you know. What a bad idea that was from Spencer Kirksey. So do
0: you think that the white claw adds like an airiness to the dough or something? The
2: carbonation. Uh, see like, like soda bread I, I or think, something. Well, like at blaze, they're not using sourdough pizza crusts. they're using, um, you know, um, uh, commercial yeasts yeah. in their pizza crust because they, they make them every day. They're fresh. Each one's fresh. Um, so I don't know how that's going to react well with, the sourdough that I'm going to make, but I have made sourdough bread with beer before. So like half water, half beer for the, uh, hydration, the liquid in it. So I'm going to use the, the mango white claw in this instance. So is it going to be kind of like a
1: soda bread? Like, cause you put like a soda water into soda bread too, right?
2: No. Um, when I've done this before with a carbonated beverage, I'll degas the beverage. So I'll put it into a cup and let it sit on the counter for about 15 minutes, so that, that carbonation does not affect um, mm. how my bread rises. You know, it doesn't. Well, why not work against the yeast?
0: Why don't you just use like the kind of bread that they're using? I know that you love sourdough, and that's like the bee's knees for your pizza indulgence. But why don't to recreate it? Why don't you? use that type of bread and see what the skinny is. Yeah.
2: On it. L- let me just run up to uh blaze pizza and say, Hey, you guys got a day. You can, teach Oh, me how to make whatever. A specific bread You're method, a bread maker. So- <laughs> you can get that I consistency. Um, You know know what would be a really good (laughs) idea so that you guys could speak with authority on this manner is that we had a bread podcast uh, Yes Uh, That sounds great That way you would realize how hard it is to retool an entire kitchen to make someone else's bread instead of your bread I'm Uh, ready! It's this chick right here who wants to help us up
3: I want to read our book first
2: (laughs) No the reason the reason they're using a commercial yeast is because it's much faster. Uh, the reason I'm using a sourdough yeast is because it is much more flavorful. Um, I don't think it, it, I don't think it's going to um, adversely affect the uh, white claw mango because, as we all know, white claws are mostly flavorless to begin with. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not really a big deal.
0: I got five dollars. Says you don't taste a damn mango in that crust at all from the white claw. No,
2: it's, especially with all those toppings. On it. You like barely toppings taste it when you drink
3: there. it.
0: Well, yeah, but you—it's like cr- mango, I'm mango, t- mango. <laughs> mango
1: in the other room. How's it going,
2: Matt? go? Ah, shitting on Spencer. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's the funnest part of the podcast. <laughs> this we should be our Spencer. new, our new sp- segment.
0: <laughs> sh- 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 on Spencer. <laughs> no, <laughs> you guys need are a terrible. Joel, <laughs> come the, up with a jingle for us. I think I will. <laughs> Four, four,
2: four, four, four. I don't have to go metal at all. <laughs> yeah, uh, this one should be like a jingle. Uh, shitting on Spencer, shitting on butter. <laughs> Never. Uh,
0: um, anyway, so uh, I was, I was thinking of my jingle. I'll think of it later.
3: So the whole okay. gist, you know, we're a few days away from 4th of July. It's such a big thing. Um, it's been one of my favorite holidays to celebrate in, um, I don't know, definitely pro-America, red, white, and blue. Through and through, um, yeah. we're bringing to you, uh, I've got several actually, we're going to bring to you guys like some unique uh, recipes that you guys can bring to a, a cookout, a pick A little, little
0: bit outside the box stuff. A little outside
3: the box stuff. Um And and hopefully you guys will make it, tag us, and uh, bring it to the next 4th of July party coming up. But one of the things that I have seen recently all over Instagram, and it's this new trend um, that people are, are making the smoked queso dip.
0: Mm, um I've seen this.
3: So essentially what people are doing, they're getting like a nine by thirteen aluminum, you know, one of those disposable pans and they're throwing in all the ingredients that you would normally make with your queso. Um and I'm and I'm sure Velveeta. you Velveeta. Yeah, yeah. Velveeta. Some people are using like some Gouda in with it, some people are using cream cheese, but they're putting their like ground meat. Or sausage or whatever. Then their cube Velveeta, you know, green chilies, diced tomatoes, whatever is in their queso dip. But they put them in the pan all in like clumps of them. So they're not like mixing the ingredients up. So, they're, so they kind of put into the pan, all of them separated. And they stick it into the smoker, and then you just go in every so often and stir it up, and then it comes out really great. Um, But for some reason, it's, like, really took off on the internet.
0: I think it's a cool concept. Don't get me wrong. And I I don't know if there's any culinary uh, reason for this besides just plating, but they have every ingredient ingredient in its own little spot in this thing. And it looks really colorful. Don't get me wrong, but, I mean, it's like it's... If I'm really making this, I'm dumping all that shit in there, and I'm calling it a day.
3: Okay, but yeah, but you could just, like, dump it into the piles and stick it into the smoker. Same thing. Like, you're going to dice up your jalapenos. You put it in there. You're going to dice up whatever. You put it in there. and Touche. True. So Woman. But what, my, what I'm getting at is, of, of course, like, you can get creative at that point. You know, you can use whatever kind of cheeses you want. Make a bacon cheddar one. You could make a, you know. Yeah. A Mexican-style one.
2: Yeah, I have a little cooking hack. Um, instead of Velveeta cheese, you can actually just use yellow Legos. Uh, they work exactly <laughs> the same. They're made from the same stuff. Uh, so just throw a few of those in there. Um, and I have yeah. tons of those now, at home. some
3: people do use, um, like, sh- I've, I've noticed, because I, I looked up hashtag smoked queso, you guys can too. We'll post a little bit about it I, as well. But it, it, some people are putting, like, piles of shredded cheese and then, like, a block of cream cheese, which would kind of help creamy it out, you know, loosen it up a little bit. So uh, there's all but, different kinds.
1: The thing that you get in Velveeta, it's like the same thing you get in American cheese slices, is that it's made with emulsifying salts, and there's more of that in there than what you actually need. So whenever you melt it down with other cheeses, that's what makes it so creamy. It pulls it all together into like mm-hmm. a really smooth uh, liquid like, texture that it's just really hard to recreate
0: without that. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. Is Rather that, than a
3: greasy cheese.
0: Yeah. Is, yeah. Or is, gritty. Is that it's hard to get the same velvety velvety smooth smoothness, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, with real cheese and, and even adding cream cheese. And I was gonna ask, I was gonna bark that out. Can you do that? Is is it possible to get Velveeta without using Velveeta, Jeremy?
2: Maybe some milk. To, well, velveta is not technically cheese; it's a cheese food product. It's a processed cheese product. Cheese yeah. product. Yeah. So I feel you, you on know. that. Like, <laughs> oh, <but laughs> you get it's good. cheese, but you get cheese flavor out of it. But it's good. Oh, it's yeah, good. Yeah, just like you know, people have cheese rubs. Um, are, are you announcing that? Is that the next thing? <laughs> no, we reload, <laughs> reload, <Velveeta> blend. Collaboration? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the I, think that, I think but that like, would be like cool. Like Matt said, like, uh, the. The aspects of Velveeta are not going to be recreated in in real cheeses because that's not how a real cheese reacts under mm-hmm. that type of heat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
3: I noticed some people, you know, a, a lot of them are using okay, so like Velveeta, a can of Rotel, their meats, but a lot of people are using a can of cream of mushroom soup as well in it, which to me seems a little off putting. I don't think it's yeah, necessary. Yeah, hard,
1: hard pass
0: on that. Yeah, but people
3: are using that, and then at the end, you know, they put the cilantro or whatever garnish, the jalapenos or whatever, in the middle, and it seems like it's got a good uh, presentation.
0: Yeah, but you know what I just thought of? You know, queso cheese. That's that's a that's a a real type of cheese, <laughs> right? I, I I'm talking about like I go get with well, a white queso cheese.
3: It's for called my, like uh, I forgot what forgot it's what it's called. Ox- queso or.
0: fresco. I don't there know.
3: There is a queso fresco, but there's an no access. I don't know.
0: Anyway, but that kind of cheese right there can give you, well, when it, and it's like when it's cooling, it can give you that same kind of consistency. Mm-hmm. But Which is it's, why, 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 it's why you call it queso, right?
3: So, essentially, you're going to take that pan. You're going to stick it in your smoker at <laughs> 350 degrees. About every 15 minutes, go in there, stir it up. It takes about an hour. Then you're ready to serve. You could also recreate that in your oven, too, because when you're putting it in your smoker at 350, I mean... Or
0: you can just stick it all in a damn crock pot and call it a day.
3: You could. Yeah, like, that's
2: not exactly. what we're talking It's not
3: smoked queso.
2: <laughs> I mean, if you're using Velveeta at this point, I mean, throw it in an Instapot. I mean, you you have no morals put some, put some li- <laughs> Pour some liquid smoke in
0: there.
3: I want to see, see some spins on this.
0: Mm, yeah. I
3: want to see people get creative with the smoked queso. Yeah. Let's see some different creations.
0: Well, let's make one.
3: Oh, Matt, I want to see one. Let's see yeah, if I may,
1: I may come up with one. I uh, maybe gonna, a uh, pack and heat beer smoked queso.
3: Oh
0: I might do a uh Viena jerky Cheeto queso. Yeah. With
3: chunks of jerky in it <laughs> and Vienna sausages. <laughs>
0: Just for Jeremy who shits my, you, <laughs> you gotta crumble up Cheetos on the
1: top for like a crispy topping.
2: I'm seriously I'll, gonna exactly. vomit. Exactly,
0: And I'll I'll do the spicy ones, the flaming ones, so you get a little yeah. heat. Yeah.
2: Mm. Like I introduced you guys to smoked brie, and this is what you're repaying me with. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's like I handed you a gold brick, and you like you handed me back like a turn. That's just like, payback because all you do is shit on my
0: snacks. My <laughs> snacks are delicious.
2: <laughs> well, your sausages and your uh, w- what is it, Cheeto and jerky. jerky? <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's perfect st- oh, did listen
3: you- Noah Cheek just sent Joel a picture a few nights ago he got a bag of jerky and a bag of Cheetos and he said it's on
0: but you know yeah. what he, but you know what he didn't do but that's done it. he didn't he didn't ever say like mm, this is good
2: <laughs> 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 he was like oh I have these two things ha 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 like I'll send a photo no, he's too, he's too Noah, scared to
0: try it <laughs> Noah
3: we need an update
0: yes we need
3: an update yes, send you- us a story a video
0: some bitch try, try my snack <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, Matt, you're going yeah. to a 4th of July party. What are you bringing?
1: So, uh, we actually just did this uh, for my birthday, which was two nights ago. hey Happy
3: uh, birthday to you. Yeah. Hey, ready? This, this
1: is, is your birthday, birthday song. It isn't very long. long. Hey! That's the only reason I brought it up is because I really wanted to hear you guys do that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next story.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So we had my my parents up and we did the whole like social distancing cookout thing on the back porch. And uh, I got my Camp Chef four burner flat top and did what Jeremy taught us to do, which was you can take some good ribeyes, throw them in the freezer for a few minutes to firm them up and then slice them super thin and then I, I threw some butter down and then those uh, strips of ribeye meat with, with magnum on it and mm. then slices of uh, like yellow bell peppers and uh, onion and did magnum on those too. And so the whole, it's like the easiest thing ever and it's super delicious, but it's just magnum and butter, ribeye steak sliced thin, peppers and onions all on the flat top until it gets good and crispy and soft and then throw it on some uh, some nice rolls. Oh, it's delicious. It
0: sounds amazing.
2: It seems yep. like such a crazy thing to do because you're like, I have this beautiful ribeye steak and I'm not going to cook it like a steak. I'm going to cut it up and make it into a sandwich. But like yes. the fat and the marbling in a ribeye, yeah. like you just don't get that from other cuts. And like it, it, it's it's the best uh, Philly cheese steak you'll ever have. And the, the thing about it is you can. So
1: I fed four of us with two ribeyes. Right. And so you could make a small amount of meat go a long way. And we, our, we had to eat ours as open face because there was so much meat on them. Yes. So, especially oh, like yeah. if you were having people over or if you're going somewhere, you <laughs> could prepare this ahead of time and, and even do it as sliders or something like we did oh, on yeah. a previous show with Jeremy. And like I said, you can take a, a small amount of meat and feed a ton of people with it, and it's super good.
3: So, one of the things you didn't mention was cheese.
1: Yeah, so I know that people get weird about cheese on their fillies. I'm a provolone guy. Assume. So I took slices of provolone, melted them right on the flat top on the hot meat.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah that's what we like to use too mm-hmm. but i guess like in philly they use cheese whiz and stuff
1: cheese whiz yeah which talk about Velveeta. i mean that's basically just like <laughs> Velveeta with some water that resistor, sounds right that <laughs> in <a> sounds can.
0: <laughs> so bad It yeah. sounds so bad yeah
3: but that you get that gooey we, we get the dome that we use on our flat top and we dome the the meat with the with the cheese the melted over it yeah is cheese whiz just, a real
0: thing in philly is this is, is that a real thing it is
3: yeah it's, it's in a jar
0: so I know it's, I know within in a jar.
3: Oh, no, like the authentic Philly cheesesteaks. Don't they have no, to have? No. Th- tell me cheese that's, whiz? Not, that's
1: not true. It, it's just meat and
2: cheese Whiz. There's no peppers no and peppers. onions, no mushrooms. Very, They'll like make their own cheese whiz at the restaurant, though. Yeah. it's like a whole yeah. thing. It's not just like some. It's like some a cheese off, whiz off type thing. Stuff. Yeah, yeah,
3: and no peppers and onions. Like an authentic Philadelphia Philly cheesesteak, no peppers and that's onions. Super so that has been an ad- adaptation. That's,
0: that's super disappointing.
3: Yeah, that is. But I like that idea because you could make up a big platter of it, a big platter mm. of the meat and the, um, you know, the the veggies, the peppers, the onions, and stuff like that, and yeah. then just serve the rolls on a platter. Yep, or straight out of the bag when we're we're going hard. You know, we're drinking. We don't care about putting them out on platters. We're just dipping our hands into plastic bags, which COVID has probably prevented us from being able <laughs> yeah, to do seriously. that. But yeah, just bring a bunch of buns, hoagies, and that's an awesome. Well, speaking idea.
0: Of, of drinking and eating, let me go ahead and jump in because I have feeling the trend here is that my uh, outside the box m- snack, meal, appetizer, whatever you want to call it, is going to not going to hold a candle to. What you all are bringing to the table, <laughs> so I'm again. I'm gonna Don't get. Don't
2: worry, we'll make fun of it. It's I'm fine. gonna
0: get in the middle here so that you guys can, uh, you know, wrap, it's, wrap, sandwich me in and hide it a little bit.
2: Now it Cheetos is and
0: jerky. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, what he's what about to the, share. No, a jerky sandwich. <laughs> it's a
0: sandwich, and you and you cut them into cubes. You put a toothpick in it, and you're good. No,
3: this yeah. is so good.
0: No, it is. It's a good snack. We used to make it when we played k- poker all the time, um, and it's really simple. Um, and you, and, and it's a vessel too. kind of, you can, you can really load this thing up with whatever you want, but it's, it's but a, when
3: you make it for people, you know, pre- preface it that when you make it, people are like, it, they gobble it up. It's gone. Like it's so delicious. but so easy.
0: <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Here it is. Oh, it's just, it is a, it's, it is blue cheese, red, white, and blue cheese nachos. And it's all it is, is tortilla chips.
3: No, kettle chips.
0: No, we put tortilla. They're little round tortilla chips.
3: No. Kettle potato chips.
0: No, 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 no. Okay, well. <laughs> Anyways.
3: He's not telling the right recipe. You can tell yours. On you, this
2: can,
0: one. you can use kettle chips, but I want to use tortilla chips. Okay? little The little round ones. The little round tortilla chips. Look at her. She's all salty about it now. That's
3: not the recipe. <laughs> okay.
0: All right, crew. We're going to use kettle chips.
3: You no, know, this is your recipe, so go for it. No,
0: we're going to use kettle chips now. And, uh, no, you just put, uh, gorgonzola cheese crumble. You can use blue cheese, but if if you're not a huge blue cheese fan fan, gorgonzola cheese crumbles are a great option. Sprinkle that all over that jazz. You know, you bake it in the oven until it gets all nice and melty, pull it out, load it up with some hot sauce on top of it, and then you... Got your red, yeah. That motion out there, Matt. Dice green onions. Dice green onions. Yeah, but like I said, it's a nacho. You, but it's simple, man. People like chips. They like going over, them a little something, something, eat it up. Yes, Jeremy. What do you got to say? Now,
2: do you arrange this to look like a like a, like an American flag when you lay it out, like in your tray and stuff? That way, the ingredients aren't mixed together and everything. Just it's like a, the queso. It's the statue of fucking liberty. Oh, okay, good. good. Yeah, that, 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 she, She's <laughs> holding a flame up. Yeah. Yes, oh, got it. and the, the yeah. flame
0: is actually like a, the dipping sauce or some shit, whatever you want. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Good, uh, good, yeah. I yeah. mean, your,
2: your rendition
3: can have <laughs> tortilla chips, but we've never ate it like that. Apparently. I don't know what she's talking about. i <laughs>
2: up on this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no
3: damn tortillas in this. Tortillas and blue <laughs> cheese. tortillas, <laughs> There's blue cheese with tortilla chips?
0: Yeah. So, the, the chicken so tortillas.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Salt tea. Do, so
1: do you melt the cheese? Yes. Like, do you put it in the oven or anything? Yeah, yeah. Put, it in
3: a, put it in a cast iron skillet. That's what or, I said, Put it in the oven. Or a platter.
0: Yes. And you can smoke it too. Oh,
3: uh, Put it on the smoker and that, that Gorgonzola just tackies up on the chips. Mm. And you got that crunchy, crunchy kettle chip on there. And you add a little bit of tangy hot sauce. Well... Sorry, I totally hijacked that one. Would you like to talk about mine?
0: So, Cheetos (laughs) and jerky. (laughs) Between two pieces of white bread. Done. Mm.
1: It'd look good with some uh, blue like corn chips, actually. I was thinking the same thing, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, to offset the white.
0: It'd be really really festive. Mm.
3: That's
0: a good idea. Look at you especially With
1: that red hot sauce on it?
0: Yeah. (laughs) That would have been been a better idea. Well, you know, you got the, the red hot sauce, the white chip, because that's tortilla, and then the blue cheese, red, white, and blue. Yep. But, but it's yes. not really blue. Whatever, yeah. man. <laughs> God gummit. But they
3: do say a black and
0: blue <laughs> burger. Now she's trying yep. to save me. Now she's trying to save I me.
2: I am
3: because I feel like a giant dick right now.
2: So totally no, moral of the like story is like she can attack Joel, but we can't. Yeah, it is, that's it.
3: That's the way it works, guys. Uh, it
2: is. Uh, so. okay. um,
3: anyway, speaking of blue cheese, um, I used gorgonzola in my recipe as well. So it's basically kind of red, white, and blue um, deviled eggs. They're what mm. I call... Buffalo deviled eggs. So, just like you would do, you take the, you hard boil your eggs, take the yolks out, mash those up fine, and you're going to add mayonnaise, Frank's red hot sauce, gorgonzola crumbles, crushed black pepper, and some celery salt. Just a little bit. And you mix that up, stick it in a bag, refrigerate it overnight. The next morning, just cut a little corner off your baggie, pipe it into your um, boiled eggs. Hard boiled eggs. Yep. And so good, you gotta trust me on that. You dust the tops of it with a little bit of pack and heat.
0: And Amazing. The, and, pe- and people that that when they see it, they're like, "What the hell is that?" That looks you got, weird. You got a deviled egg with this bright orange,
3: mm-hmm. you
0: know, filling in there. It's fantastic.
3: Oh, it's such Sounds a great good. mixture. The and I've got all the. We don't um, use
0: deviled eggs, honey. We use scrambled eggs. Oh, you're (laughs)
3: right. You are right. Absolutely. If you step in, you're right.
0: Yes. I'm Um, a man. But
3: I've got all the measurements on how to make that. (laughs) If anybody wants it, shoot us a DM at that reload podcast on Instagram. Um, I may even post them. I
2: may even post them. (laughs) Back to the 4th. All right. So around our house, uh, my son's birthday is actually July 5th. Mm. So 4th of July is usually like a birthday party at our house. It's usually feeding a bunch of people and stuff. Um, and just talking about all these crazy recipes. Because as you know, um, I don't do crazy recipes. Uh, I think that's dumb. Um, <laughs> but uh, What's new? Remi- so you're saying remi- my eggs remi- are dumb? What, what's new? Yeah. Um, he said my eggs are dumb. <laughs> 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 no, no, that actually. I'm not a fan of deviled eggs, but those actually sounded really good. I, I would definitely try those yeah, next good. time we get together. We're oh, to do them.
0: We are. Don't uh, worry, Jeremy.
2: No, no, I'll, I'll definitely try those. Those sounded really good. We're making. Them. Um, but we were talking about some stuff this week, and it reminded me. Um, the barbecue that I was raised on was the mustard and vinegar style barbecue. Mm. And if any of you guys have never tried like that real. Um, Eastern Carolina style mustard and vinegar, real tangy, savory style barbecue. Um, growing up, we used to get ribs at the, uh, this place next to my mom's work. I mean, little side of the road guy with a smoker, you know, and you had to go there at a certain time to get them. Um, that's what we had growing up. fantastic barbecue. I'd highly encourage you guys to try that out. I mean, you could put it on chicken, you could put it on pork, you put it on beef, whatever you really want. Um, it's just a great flavor combination.
0: And tangy is the key word here for that kind of barbecue. I love
3: tangy barbecue.
0: It's, it's really good.
3: I prefer a a nice vinegar tangy flavor over the overly sweet stuff myself.
1: Mm -hmm. So admittedly, I've never had a good like Carolina style barbecue, which I think is what you're talking about. Like it's that, that real Carolina. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's this place. We It's a chain that we've got in town called Jim and Nick's. I don't know if you guys have tried that before, but they serve what they claim to be that Eastern Carolina style barbecue. And mm. it was awful. So really? I'd actually really be interested to try some good stuff.
3: We so is it, it where we you gotta do it? You know, you smoke your pull, pulled pork or your pork shoulder and then you shred it up. Then you add the vinegar sauce.
2: Yeah, like um, um, we used to always get ribs growing up and they would mop them throughout the uh, process uh, because it's such a thin sauce. You can yeah. add it, you know, a- after the first hour or so of cooking, you know, your basic rub on there, mm-hmm. you know, some SPG or something like that. Magnum would be great in that case. Um, and then just la- layer on with a mop that, that mustard vinegar sauce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen and them before. You, you, you can add a little honey or something to it to give it a little bit of sweetness if you're going with pork, you know.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen them before where like people make the eastern carolina vinegar sauce like in a um a squirt bottle and then they mm-hmm. just douse their stuff you know pick up some tongs throw them on a bun and- when
0: i've had it it's been like those um meat in three places or whatnot where yeah. they literally oh, yeah. pull the pork out with an ice cream scoop they like you know and then mm-hmm. they get a yeah. they get a ladle of that of that sauce and they just like they just pull it over the top of it and i've loved it
3: man. i, I think that's something that we should start dabbling in a little bit i, I kind of like that category um I think that's something that we should all. I think so, too. Start working Admittedly,
2: out. I have not gone deep into it before. I've never made my own uh, mustard vinegar type sauce before. But like just talking about these unique recipes, it brings back like, you know, the member berries of uh, nostalgia. <laughs> oh, like I, remember. Of I remember. I uh, remember. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that was like, well, that was the, the barbecue growing up. That was like what I remember is that one style.
0: See, me growing up, I hated that style. I had to grow into it. Um, Mm -hmm. because here in the, you know, East Tennessee, it's just like, you want that sweet baby Ray's type, like sugary, sticky ass barbecue sauce. And, uh, you know, when I first, the first time I ever had it, I thought it was horrible.
2: But yep. for me, yeah, was, okay. so like West Carolina and Tennessee, you have those tomato based sweet sauces and stuff. That's why I like I would encourage people to go out there and try something new, especially if you're a local listener and stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like one particular pairing that I have always enjoyed with my barbecue, is, you know, especially brisket, is pairing it with a um, like a tangy pickled red onion mm-hmm. or pickles with it. Yeah. I love that pairing. And then when Jeremy introduced us to... Um, the Magnum-style uh, ribs, like, that was life-changing to me. Like, And I, and I have discovered that I prefer that savory, tangy uh, mouthfeel versus yes. the sweet, tacky, buttery. Amen to that. So, I, I think we should start dabbling in it. Um, would love to hear you guys' thoughts on, um, you know, the vinegar-style barbecue versus the Kansas City sweet. All
0: right, well, as good as all that sounds, let's, uh, let's roll back into a break. And on the other side... I want to hear what your all's Fourth of July look like. And, uh, things that you all do and what your potty looks like. We'll see you guys on another side of the break.
3: So we're back, and you know one of the most uh, fun things about the Fourth of July is getting together with your friends and your family, having parties, having cookouts and stuff like that. So you know people are going to be cooking. Um, What do you guys think is the number one meat sold and cooked on the Fourth of July?
2: Mm -hmm. Hot dogs.
1: I was going to say hot dogs too.
3: All right, let's say like uh, burgers. Protein.
1: I'm going burgers. Let's say protein. So like, okay, so you're saying beef. Hot dogs.
3: Lips and assholes
2: (laughs) of of various animals. (laughs) Wait. So you want like like the actual animal it comes from Mm -hmm. beef.
1: Matt, I guess pork. I would say like a a pig.
3: Yep. So it's beef 300. I'm sorry. Um, Eight
2: hundred and four
3: million dollars is spent on beef in, on the 4th of July. So brisket, hamburger steaks. Second is chicken. Three hundred and seventy million dollars spent on chicken, and third is pork.
1: That's a lot of rubbery grilled chicken.
0: Mm. It really you know is. It. Six point
3: eight billion dollars spent on July Fourth food, and they said the average spent, like money spent per guest at a barbecue, was about seventy five bucks. Like, what are people feeding?
2: Wow. I guess if you think of like <laughs> drinks I and alcohol. Money to that barbecue? <laughs> Seriously, bougie <laughs> 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 barbecue. No, I mean, I'm like three dollars per guest. I wonder if that
0: I wonder if that shit's going to be uh skewed this year because of COVID. People aren't going to be maybe having as many get-togethers.
3: I bet the the booze will still be flowing too. One billion plus dollars is spent on Fourth of July beer, just beer alone. Wow. It's the number one drinking holiday in America.
0: Was it on the on this podcast or it was with Lou? Wasn't it? No.
3: We don't know what you're talking about, so we can no, I, confirm. Who do
0: we talk? Who? What guest did we have that uh, sold beer? That was cheeky. Cheeky. Noah Cheek. Noah yeah. Cheek. wasn't Wasn't he the one that told us that uh, that since COVID started, their sales have been greater than like the fourth of yeah. It? Uh, July 4th yeah. stuff. So, yeah, I mean, can't like, like their
2: regular week, weekends are beefed, July <laughs> <laughs> weekends. Yeah, I know, right? That's wild.
3: Well, but, yeah. I mean, that's one of the, the that's one of the main things that we stocked up on, you know, when, when there was news of quarantine and stuff. Actually, El, El Dente Diva uh, T messaged me and she was like, You got to stock up on these things. I've already made a list for my husband, get all these things. And so that's what I, we did. I
0: know, and I've already dwindled them down and abolished them. They're gone in my belly.
3: So, anyways, those are my facts for the 4th of July. Um, I know for us, we enjoy the sun, the outdoors, swimming, the lake, cooking out, lots Mm. of smoked foods, picnic foods. Um, I know Jeremy already mentioned that 4th of July for him is family and birthday fun. So, Matt, what's it look like?
1: So, when I was growing up... Admittedly, admittedly, uh, Fourth of July was more about shooting fireworks than it was about the food. You yeah. know, like oh, we just yeah. we went. So that's the thing you were talking about, how much people spend on food. I would be curious to know how that compares to how much people spend on fireworks, because question. we would go like. And just spend, I can remember like a bunch of me and my buddies pooling our money and getting like four or $500 worth of fireworks. Like, and that was at the time, and it kind of still is like just an unfathomable amount of money to be spending on something like that. And but that doesn't go we far. All, what's that?
3: And that doesn't even go far, you know, <laughs> yeah. because the the fireworks are expensive. If you want to get the really nice ones that go up high and last a while, you're spending yeah. hundreds.
1: Yeah. Mortars. That's what I'm talking about. Mortars. And we would all just get together in a cul-de-sac and like fire them off. And you know, there was a couple of times where it's kind of amazing that I still have all my fingers and toes because a mortar would fall over or something and just explode across the ground (laughs) or somebody would be shooting Roman candles at each other or something dumb like that. You know? So, uh, that was, that was how I grew up. And then now even still, I mean, we do barbecue all the time. That's not anything out of the ordinary for us to do barbecue for the fourth, but We live up on a pretty good hill, and uh, from our front porch, we can see like our local firework display that happens over uh, next to the lake. So we don't even have to go anywhere; we can just go sit on our like front porch furniture and watch it. It's great.
3: That's cool because then you don't have to worry about traffic and parking and all that kind of stuff.
0: Well, that's what that's what it looks like for us too. I mean, like you know, speaking of the lake, the lake is a great place if you can go that you can get some great firework shows for free. Um, Mm -hmm. My old man growing up. Wasn't like y'all's parents where they, you know, go dropping some bills on some fireworks. He, uh, um, was a tight ass, especially since one time, you know, those little boxes, those those little missile things that make the noise. One of them fell over and shot all into his boat and burnt his boat cover all up.
2: <laughs> and, ever,
0: and after that, it, he was done. No more fireworks at his house. Not happening. So we didn't really, growing up, we had to go take the boat out, uh, out of the, on the main water to see our firework shows.
3: So Joel's parents live on the lake, and um, what we they have a little uh, bar, like a, a, a dock bar that's over the water down there. Tiki bar. And so, you know, we get together, our family, we all kind of contribute food, jello shots, stuff like that. We grill out. Um, and what we do is... We all just float around in the cove that they live in. We put the uh, life jackets on like diapers, you know, backwards. You stick your legs through the arms yes. and zip them up. It looks yeah. like you've got a, a life vest diaper on. Yeah, yeah. And we all just float around the cove until it gets about dark, hop on a boat, and then go check out
0: some fireworks. Yeah, we're all like drunk buoys just floating around the mm-hmm. water. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. Yep, it is. Just
3: bobbing up and down in the water, but it's a lot of fun. Safety
2: first.
0: Absolutely. Yep. We had the preservers on. What else okay. can you ask for? But tether <laughs> a rope to my waist. I mean,
2: I guess if I say
3: magnet fish.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Tie your, your magnet fish to your vest and drag yourself around. That's it.
3: But evidently, the Fourth of July is a big um, holiday where corn on the cob is ate a lot. That's like one of the top foods, uh, corn on the cob. So I'm going to give you a tidbit of information. You're cooking up a big mess of corn for people. Let's go butter it up, yeah, and you sprinkle double action on your corn, and mm. you write me back.
0: Tell me some mo. You write
3: me back. Yeah, girl.
0: All up in that corn. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I hate, I hate corn on the cob. Like it gets all up in your teeth. I I'd much you. rather prefer to just like cut it
0: off the cob and I then put like double action that. on it. I'm with no, you.
3: You, you got to cook it right. You got to get that nice pop, that yes. crunch. Mm. If you cook corn on the cob correctly, it's not that bad. Stacy goes. Pop, 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 Stacy pop. has
0: perfected. It's,
2: Go ahead. It's Jeremy. one of those things that you can't overcook it. You yes. want to undercook it because yep. you still want it to have that pop to it,
3: that crunch, mm. that pop. If you, and a lot of people just let Love. it boil for forever and then it's Ugh. tough. It gets in your teeth and it's chewy Cheery. and stuff like that. No, you want a crunch to it.
0: I'm telling you but what she's talking about with seasoning the corn with some butter, some mayo, and then throwing a bunch of uh, double action on top of it or whatever. Is your float your boat? It'll probably suck if you don't use double action or packing heat, but yeah, don't anything, anything else. else with those. But I'm telling you,
3: oh, yeah, packing heat corn's great.
0: I'm I'm not a big corn on the cob fan either, I don't like how it gets all, my, all up in my grill. But she's perfected mm-hmm. it and that and stuff. I'll, I'll, every time she makes it, I'll eat it.
2: You know, I really want to try some Magnum corn on the cob now that we're talking about this. <sighs> you just have to give it enough time for the crunchies to soften up. That's the thing about Magnum, Ra- wrap it up foil. Look- We'll yeah, put, put it yeah. in there while you're cooking it so it can mm-hmm. soften up a little bit, you well, know. Yeah,
3: let me tell you something that I saw the other day. Let me tell you something, and I think it was uh, Lisa Halo the Griller or Lisa Pedia. Um, some kind of I think it was her, I might be wrong, anyways. This contraption that you could put your coarse pepper or coarse blends in, like Magnum, and it would grind it up a little bit and make it a finer. Was it her? God, I can't think.
2: So a spice grinder? Yeah, well, I mean, it was, but it was like
3: this. This was a special contraption. Like it was really, really cool. But um, what I'm saying is, how amazing would it be to take Magnum and just get it down just a little finer than what it is, and then sprinkle it on your corn?
2: I don't know. That would could be amazing. Um, if I'm running my grill, I'll take corn of the cob and put it in little uh, tin foil pouches with butter and seasoning and stuff and just let it cook on the upper rack of the grill while I'm cooking stuff mm-hmm. and then finish it off on the, the hot part of the grill once it's you know got tender like that. But if you add the magnum in at the very beginning like that, oh it, yeah, it, it'll soften up with it.
3: And that's mm-hmm. when it's good when you've got like the soft bits of garlic on there and then like the soft salt. Mm-hmm. it's really, really good. That's a great idea.
0: It is a good idea.
3: So next on the menu, of course, is drinks.
0: Let's drinks. go. Now, I,
3: I saw something on the internet the other day where this person had taken, like, sand buckets, like the ones that have, like, the little sand uh, shovel attached to them for little kids, and they filled them with ice, and then each girl had a different jug of stuff. So, like, this one girl was holding coconut, uh, like, Malibu, ju- like, glug, 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 going from... Uh, sand bucket to sand bucket. The next person had pineapple juice. The next person had orange juice. And then they put oh. in a bunch of frozen fruit and then cracked open. I don't even know what it was. It's it was, a gallon
0: it was, of liquor.
3: Yeah. Some kind of Smirnoff ice bottled <laughs> beverage that was like, vibrant blue and they turn the bottle upside down into the bucket and then they put straws into these buckets and everybody had those
0: it is it sounds like a hangover Yeah, sounds so mm. good it's a massive, massive she wants one so bad I she, gets, it. she so likes sugary she I likes festive it. drinks
3: i like it i like th- i like like alcoholic beverages that are in like whole fruits like a pineapple or a coconut the fact that it was put in a sand bucket like it sells me so, I, you could have put freaking tomato mm. juice in there and I'd have been like, I need that. Oh, it was in a vessel. I want it. A vessel. <laughs> <laughs> V8. <V-A. laughs>
0: I love so that. So, I, I saw a new drinking game. Someone's calling you, honey. I saw a new drinking game. It's a two person drinking game. And what they've, you know, flip cup, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, it's the same concept as flip cup, but you have a shot, of, a, like a double shot of alcohol. And you have a center square, like so. Me and you are facing off. I'm looking at you, Jeremy. Okay, me and you are facing off. We both got our cups in front of us. Like to the left of the cup on that table is your either six lines, I'm sorry, seven lines, or um, seven squares or whatnot. So you've got the shot in the center. If I land my, if I flip my cup before you flip yours, I move the shot towards you. You never stop flipping, okay? And the, the goal is for me to land. And every time you flip it, you get to move it back towards me. So goal, it's a
3: fight to the end of who's fi- going to drink it.
0: Who's going to drink the shot. But the, the, the it, thing is, instead of going down the, the the big old line of people, it's a two-verse. Oh,
3: it's man. like a quarantine and
0: It doesn't even sound. No. Jeremy, your expression's I, on your I face. I get it. No, they kill my, hey, my mode, my let's mood. Film, let's film ourselves <laughs> playing it.
2: Alright, like with drinking games, like they're only fun if you're drunk. So like That's how you, you know. get there though.
0: That's how, that's the point.
2: We're doing I, it. I have I, I actually have a really good one. I think Matt will really like this one too. Hey, look at so my you, get,
0: oh, oh, you look at my face.
2: You get a cooler full of beer and you just drink until you're not thirsty anymore. <laughs> oh that sounds, that,
0: sounds, that sounds so fun.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I did buy it. I was a case so excited about that game. After I was at y'all's house. Hell yeah. This is forever ago at this point. But yeah, I tried some PBRs. I went and got an 18 pack. So those nice. are nice and
3: crispy. I love a good culture. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I actually drank one of those today.
3: That screams America.
0: Yeah. It sure does. Speaking of America, what about American songs? What's
2: well, your most. What, song what's, that encapsulated everything America. Okay. So
3: mine would be Brooks and Dunn only in America.
2: Ooh, that's a good one.
3: Only in America.
0: You sound just like him. Mine would be Toby Keith, Red, White, and Blue. That song never, I got me so stinking jacked up the first time I heard it in my car. I was punching. I was, you know, screaming. F yes. Y'all know know what song I'm talking about? Yeah. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the (laughs) American American way. Yeah, you sound just like him. I do. Amazing.
2: (laughs) I think I know all the words <laughs> to that song, actually. Do you? <laughs> I well, go, think I do. We have
0: to go karaokeing then. <laughs>
2: it fits with the Walker, <laughs> Texas
1: Ranger DVD T-R- box set. <laughs> <It for those> <laughs> <guys>. <laughs> I mean, they go right it. together. The last it, it's season. not a
2: box set I had to buy each season individually <laughs> as they came out. You're very committed. <laughs> yeah. So. They'll ch- <laughs> America Anthem. What's your anthem? So, the Team America World Police theme song. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. Can't America. Beat it. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: All right. America Anthem.
0: Right, well, we know Jeremy's. Matt doesn't. Matt's searching for I, one right
3: now. <laughs> I didn't come up with one,
1: truly. I, I didn't know I was supposed to do this. You're I not a true that. patriot, bro. You, gotta, you should know. You
0: should just know. Go to
3: Miley Cyrus party in the USA. <laughs> no. That fits. Tom yeah. Petty, American Girl.
1: That
0: one would be good,
1: actually. I like anything by Tom Petty.
0: What's that Bruce guy that,
3: Springsteen. What's that
0: guy that lives in Sevierville?
3: Born in the USA. Uh, Lee Greenwood. Lee
0: Greenwood. That's and classic. And I'm proud oh, to be man. an American. So Where free. If you have not gotten chills that song, you're not an American. I got chills just now. Just now. I just now got You gave yourself chills by <laughs> singing it? Oh, yeah. He
3: gave himself the chills. I love it. I'm
0: a patriot. I love that song. <laughs>
3: With this clip, all right. So that's enough of that. We have some uh, segments that we have to do on the, after the break. So ever, ever. let's take a break. So we We're going to come back. We have to do them. <laughs> it is tradition. We got to
0: stumble through these next segments. Yeah. So we'll
3: come back. Jeremy's going to roll us. <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy's going to roll us back into rapid fire.
0: We'll see you on the other side.
2: Okay, guys, we are back from the break, and we are going to that fan favorite section, the one you guys all know and love, the one that you guys are all tuned in for, my section. Rapid
0: fire question.
2: (laughs) All right, guys, we're going to jump straight into it. Got some short answers, some long answers, some... No, we don't have any true or false tonight. Huh. Anyways, first question, we'll go Matt. No, no, we'll go the other way. We'll go Stacy, Joel, Matt. All right, guys, first thing, underwear recycling, for or against it. You guys all know what this is. Our guests probably don't, but it's where you get four uses out of a single pair of underwear. Front, back, inverse, front, and back again. Four against. Stacy.
3: Against?
2: Joel. Disgusting.
0: Against. Total swamp uh, ass.
3: Matt.
1: I, I would think I would rather just not wear underwear than try to re-wear underwear. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Good
2: point. Let it, let it breathe. Yeah. Like you guys hate the uh, the environment. Okay. <laughs> all right, guys. You get an all-expense-paid barbecue trip. Where do you go, Stacy?
3: I'd go somewhere in Texas. I've never been that far west.
2: Somewhere in Texas. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> you tell me.
2: No, I I,
0: I can't. I, I, it, I am blanking Joke. on his name. The Gob, the glasses, brisket. Franklin.
3: Franklin. Franklin. I would go to Franklin's. Yeah.
0: Austin, um, Texas. Yeah, I, I I have to try it
1: one day. Matt. So, I would love to go back to Austin. I've been there. It was great. But I think for this one, I'm gonna say Kansas City just because I've never been there before.
2: nice. Mm. Yeah, try something go. new. There you go. All right, Favorite chain barbecue restaurant, Stacy.
3: I don't like chain barbecue restaurants, and that needs to my mind needs to be chain changed on that. so I, I, I can't answer that. I don't really like them.
2: don't have don't have a single one that you had a good experience at. No. Wow! If I have. shade thrown there.
0: Joel, if a I, I, man, um, I. They all suck. I guess. Uh, I don't. Calhoun's. It's be, it's okay. Be, that's the best. That's the best.
3: Ooh. No, we do plan on going that's, on a oh, field no, trip no, no! 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 Full
0: service. Mm, mm, mm. What's that? Sweet Peas Barbecue down there on that's the water? That's not a chain. That's, that's not, not that, a that's chain. That's a local spot. Shit. Okay, Calhoun's. Sorry. <laughs> Fairly. For what
1: it's worth, I, I also like sweet peas, and I like Calhouns, but not for their barbecue. I like their steaks. So, yeah. uh, their cabbage so is good. My my answer has to be probably full service. I think they have multiple locations. Uh, it's still mm-hmm. just an East Tennessee, like Knoxville area thing. But the best barbecue I've had uh, around here that I didn't make or eat at one of y'all's
2: house, obviously. All right, we're going. I haven't better there. There you yet. go. Let's do it. All right, guys. Next question: favorite type of tree nut. Stacy. Tree. Cashew. Cashew? Nice. Is that ca- uh, is that oh. a, that's that count as a tree? No? It's a tree nut. A, a tree nut, yeah. It, 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 it that's that's a, a tree nut. It looks a like a bush nut. <laughs> we have a, a bush, we have bush nut.
0: A <laughs>
3: that, that is bush nut. <laughs> I don't have one of those. Thank you very much. Uh, you, might, you
0: might later. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, no. That one went
2: off. Derailed. Uh, Oh, sorry. I'm I'm serious. I'm serious. What kind of bush nut do you like? I mean, tree nut? Is a bush a tree? tree? No, it's a bush. Matt, is a cashew a tree nut? Yes, a cashew is a tree nut. Very good. Joel, what is your favorite? It's a walnut. I like walnuts. Those are good. I just made some walnut bread. Matt loves that stuff. Matt, what's your favorite? (laughs) I can't eat tree nuts. I'm definitely allergic to cashews, and they're usually
1: all processed together, so I stay away from all of them.
2: Oh, looks like that slipped my mind. I <laughs> forgot. Forgot
0: Third, you, you, are are you might die.
2: <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. As we all know, putting more than three toppings on a burger makes you an asshole. What are your three toppings? Stacey. Cheese. Mm.
3: Onions. Tomato.
2: Wow. Joel? This is the burger thing. T- top three toppings for a burger. Sorry, I was
0: trying to—I was trying to confirm the Cassius were a tree nut, and I was wrong. So,
2: um, <laughs> yeah, we know because Matt's allergic to them. We have an expert.
0: Uh, Matt, try these. Okay. Um, <laughs> <That's our test. laughs> is that a tree nut? Is your throat closing up? <laughs> I, for <laughs> for me, um, I'm kind of like you, Jerry. If I'm having an everyday burger, it is. At, at most, mustard on the burger. But, rabbit hole, heaven right now. I do like gourmet burgers, where you've got, um, like, onion rings, barbecue sauce, and some jalapenos and some bacon on there, with some aged cheddar cheese. That's money.
2: That's like five toppings, so you know, that automatically puts you into the asshole category. Well, you know what? Well. <laughs> I don't have nothing witty to say, Jeremy. <laughs> And back Ow. to you, sir. <laughs> Matt, what are your top three toppings for a burger? If I was
1: only going to do three toppings, it would be bacon, cheese, and Duke's mayonnaise. Hey, yo, there you go. I just want to point out before we move on, though, that you did post a burger on
2: Instagram this week, and, and I'm pretty sure there was more than three toppings on it. Cheeky question beyond that. And there was bib lettuce, cheese, and bacon on it. Can I go back? the no condiments. Can I go back? Nope. No, there there was Duke's mayo that was seared into the bun, which and is I don't not call a topping. I don't know. But I don't call uh, that a topping. It's a rule that's meant to be bent, but not broken. Can I go back? Back to what?
0: Go back to my burger topping?
2: Yeah, I kind of want to go back too. Sure, that's your rabbit hole.
0: <laughs> Keep digging. <laughs> I, I forgot you said three. I thought you were your top favorite toppings. Um, no, I like mushroom burgers. So, like, you know, mushroom
2: Swiss is good A
0: mushroom Swiss burger For me, that, mayonnaise, mushrooms, and Swiss cheese Money
3: I'm going back and saying boars and cheese and bacon
2: Oh, yeah Man
0: that's, yeah.
3: That's Those bad. are two that's, I'm sticking with those two, though
0: Alright, cool yeah, Oh, oh so
3: you want to know what? what? A little a little bit of jalapen- jalapenos Jalapeno,
2: Jalapenos? Jalapenos As they uh, say south of the border, jalapenos <laughs> Alright, guys, <laughs> next question the cut of meat you have cooked most in your smoker, Stacy. Ribs. Joel, I live with her. Ribs. <laughs> Good answer. Ribs. Like wings, steaks, everything. Ribs. Ribs.
0: Yeah, I, I would say we, we have collectively it, it'd be a uh, uh, pretty even match between pulled pork and uh, and uh, ribs.
3: We, we save the wings for the pit barrel. Yeah. Which I guess is technically a smoker, but I'm thinking the Man. pellet smoker.
1: High heat. Matt, you're talking to the guy that used to backpack pulled pork and sell it on the side just for fun. So yeah, definitely Boston butts.
2: That Boston makes butts. name for me. There you go. All right, guys. Chick Fil A is clearly the best fast food restaurant of all time. What, in your opinion, is number two? Stacy.
3: I would say McDonald's.
2: Chick- McDonald's.
3: I love. Gotcha. The, I love a fish fillet sandwich. <sighs> oh
2: no. Fillet. Oh <laughs> <laughs> So Many levels, at, back at, least you, at least you didn't say McRib. No, that, that no, no, I don't like what that.
0: was the question. I'm sorry,
2: Chick fil A is clearly the best fast food restaurant of all time. What, in your opinion, is number two? Hardee's. okay,
0: there yeah, Hardeo's, man. Let's go,
2: as they say on the west coast. Carl's Jr., Matt, Taco Bell. I gotta Ooh. go with Taco Bell. Taco all Bell is,
3: is a sec, is like is either Taco Bell or McDonald's for me.
0: Dude, when and Hardee's came out with the five-star, like, like the five-star burger, you know, the, 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 what do they call it, the, the six-dollar burger, that kind of, they actually start making, like, thick, appropriate-sized patties. Mm.
3: Well See, what I like about fast food is it's totally in its own little category, and it's, like, realm. Like, that's more of, like, a restaurant burger to me. Like, fast food, I'm thinking, like, that little shitty patty from McDonald's or, like, a Crystal's or, like, a Taco Bell meat. You know, paste like
0: Burger King. Burger King sucks. No, Burger
2: King. Burger good. King sucks. I will. I will say that that donut chicken sandwich we had from uh, KFC <laughs> that was, was good. mind-blowingly that was good. good. That was yeah. really good. Um, all right, guys. Next question. Favorite style of barbecue, Stacy. What? What is? What kind of question is that? Like, what
3: are you <laughs> looking for?
2: <laughs> favorite style? Do you like a certain type of sauce? Do you like a dry rub? Do you, uh, we talked oh. about mustard and vinegar earlier? We talked okay. about sweet. We talked about like style.
3: Okay, my favorite style of barbecue is that thin and tangy barbecue sauce. I like saucy barbecue
0: with a dry rub, of course. Mm, I like dry rub. Oh. I like dry rub barbecue. Yep. That's my thing, man. That's like ribs, wings, you know, even even like, even like pulled pork. Sometimes I like just eat straight up. You know, not even good sauce it. On depends
3: it. on the application, though.
0: Mm-hmm. still. If it's cooked right, hey. Let's roll. Matt? I like a sweet
1: sauce.
2: Where you go?
3: Like a thick and tacky sweet or a there thin and sweet? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like a thin sweet, yeah. A yeah. thin sweet? Yeah. Like, just dump some sugar on it. What about the know? ones that are, like, really
3: thick <laughs> oh, and I, tacky, like a sweet baby rice? Hang on. I, oh, no, uh,
2: not that.
0: Wait, never mind. I guess my application. <laughs> never mind. I forget what I'm about to say.
2: Moving on. You made, you made that uh, that Mike's Hot Honey uh, barbecue sauce recently. Yeah. Like something that, like that? Uh, that one's good. Uh, it is good.
1: I, but so, like, the thing that I always come back to... You guys remember Tennis Sweet that we've used a couple of times from Jitri's yeah. Barbecue? Yep. It's very thin. That's just like, it's very thin, almost kind of like syrupy, but it's got like a spiciness to it. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff. That's you,
3: sweet and tangy, though.
0: You mean the stuff yeah. that I was telling everyone was an Asian sauce Yeah, that's <laughs> at our, at our, our first Egg
2: Fest? <laughs> yeah, that stuff.
3: With <laughs> a sweet Asian sauce.
2: <laughs> sweet Asian sauce from Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I was just <laughs> bitten <bidding> bullshit. <laughs> I had no idea what we were eating or
0: what they were yeah. eating. I was like, that's some big ass some barbecue. <laughs> You're just selling it, man. Yeah.
2: You're selling it. <laughs> hey. You guys want to know how to win an event? Just make stuff up. That's right.
0: <laughs> that is false.
2: Okay, guys, next question. Flats or drums, Stacey?
3: Flats. Flats, flats,
0: flats. Flats, 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 flats.
3: Paddles. Paddles.
2: Paddles. Stacey? Er- no. <laughs> <laughs> How, How did you confuse us? Come on, <laughs> darling. across the screen and then I went back and I was like, wait, no. <laughs> flats. Flats, absolutely. Flats all day. There we go. What about you? And, oh, flats. Good God. What kind of Good. monster do you think I am? <laughs>
3: <laughs> do you go when you order wings somewhere and say I want all flats?
2: No, because I'm not a fucking Karen. I am a Karen. Oh, yeah. Wait. I have tried. A lot
1: of times they won't let
2: you. I'll pay it. No, somebody's going to get all I'll do the $2 upgrade. I paid the upgrade.
0: Give me the f***ing flats. <laughs> I mean, I'm pay- Extra crispy! I, I want to, Yeah, motherfucker,
2: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, that leads us into the final question of tonight, the one you all know and love. Are Reload Rubs the greatest seasonings of all time? Stacy. Of course.
0: Just like this country we live in, Reload Rub is the greatest season of all time. America.
2: America. Back-to-back World War champs. <laughs> That's right. Matt. Yes, of course they are. <laughs> There we go. All right, guys, that brings us to the end of your favorite section, Rapid Fire Questions with Jeremy, the Kitchen White Law, And now we're going to go to the less popular section, <laughs> Reload Recommends with Joel.
0: Hey, it's there. It. It. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. Thank you for that intro.
2: Not a problem. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate out. you
0: really serving it up there. <laughs> All right, guys, we're getting down to the end of the show. It is time for the last but not least, in your favorite, better than Jeremy's se- segment, <laughs> Reload Recommendations. We're going to re- recommend things to you that we want you to uh, try, that we like and love. So let's get into it, guys. Let's get into <laughs> Reload Recommendations. Let's recommend things that we like for
2: you. And you can try them now or try them later. Rito recommends thanks to you. You know, I didn't think I was going to like that, but that was really good. <laughs> so
0: smooth. It was, I was really, like I, whiskey. I, I was kind of getting nervous. I was, uh, I wanted it to be like the American theme. Didn't really turn out my way, but hey, we're here. <laughs>
2: That yeah, was like the Brokeback Mountain version. I can feel it. Yeah, Brokeback.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it, was yeah,
3: it was like Lee Greenwood sung it.
0: <laughs> it was like a, the White Claw version of Lee Greenwood. Yeah. It was the hint of it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can kind of tell. Favor, quarter of the alcohol. <laughs> yeah, you can
0: kind of tell it was in there. All right, so let's roll into this thing, guys. Um, uh, we're going to do, we're going to go St- Stacy, Matt, me, and then we're going to Anchor things out with Jeremy because apparently his recommendation for uh, today's episode is epic. Hope you better not be it Avatar,
2: as good as Avatar is how I teased it.
0: Okay, well now you're starting to let me down. But anyway, let's roll into it. Stacy, what do you recommend for
2: us? I am
3: recommending a game. Um, it's a game that you can play with your family out when you're camping, out on the beach, at your Fourth of July party. Um, we actually took it camping. And you can turn it into a drinking game like we have, but it's called Bucket Ball. So it's essentially uh, beer pong, but with bigger buckets that you kind of oh. fill with water. And you shape it just like beer pong. And you have two people on one side, two people on the other. And you essentially play like like that with these balls that are... Um, they have rubber balls for, like, the beach. But then when you're camping, they bounce everywhere. Then they have ones that are, like, hacky sucks. Yeah. And it's like playing giant beer pong slash cornhole... It's actually. And you a can lot turn it into a drinking game. So much fun. Um I just ordered it off the internet because it was advertised to me and I was a sucker and I was like, I'm buying it, and I bought it, and we love it.
0: Yeah, a lot of fun. Bucket ball. Bucket ball. Bucketball. Get away you can. Matt,
1: how you doing, buddy? Hit me. Sounds good. I'm, I'm gonna check out some bucket balls. So uh, we're gonna continue on with Matt's music this week. So this week we've got a band from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, they're called the Revelry. Uh, so they've been touring the southeast for the last two years and they started as a college band at lsu and just recently announced a big move to nashville they finally got signed to a major label Uh, so from 2019's album called after seven this is that side of me (laughs) All right, so be sure to go check out more of that song on the Reload Recommends playlist on Spotify. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to check this one out yet or not, but this one, it reminds me of uh, like a younger version of myself. So something that we haven't talked about before is I actually used to work at this little store in the mall called Pacific Sunwear. (gasps) Oh, no way. It's the best store. (laughs) So I was super into like surf culture back in my, uh, my my teenage years. So I started there when I was 16 and I worked there all the way up through when I was 18. And this song just takes me back to that time period where it was like pop punk, kind of uh, like pop rock type style of music. And uh, this is just one. It's like when it came on, Julie and I were, were riding in the car. and It was like, ah, this takes us back. And
3: mm-hmm.
1: so uh, perfect for a Fourth of July party. So check it out.
3: Awesome!
0: I think we need to have a new segment where Matt gets his like America's Top Forty going on because he really serves up the music really well. He on does. That. I
3: love it, and <laughs> I love that. I love that uh, playlist.
0: It is the playlist is, is coming out freaking awesome. Uh, all right, Joel. All right, it's on me now. So um, I probably could have should have thought of things that were uh, Fourth of July based, but I did not. Um, but I started watching a show called Alone. Have Y'all heard of this?
2: No. I've seen it. Is it on
0: Netflix? No, it's on History Channel. Um, but the, you can get the last season, season six. Uh, you can get that one. And so my 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 dad actually recommended this to me, and he said all the other seasons are kind of are not anything like season six. So if you, I feel like you should just start off with season six and go from there. Uh, he said the other ones they, they weren't near as good, not near as qualified. But I watched season six. It was fantastic. These people are out there they take them to the most north took them to the most northern part of Canada right That's where vegetation stops. is almost stops. It's the last place trees grow and they had to survive there. they, um, they had their few items they were able to bring they'd build shelters they had to find food, water, everything no assistance they had to film themselves, all that jazz. And uh, it's a phenomenal show. Um, It makes you want to do it, but it actually makes you you realize how you're not capable of doing it. Um, And season seven just launched. I haven't got into it yet, but if you want to watch a good show about survival, check out Alone. Side note real quick, Matt, hope you don't mind. I'm going to throw in some music, too, on on some Matt's music. Um, Let's do it. it. It's a song by All American Rejects called Move Along. Um, oh yeah when I was uh, rocking out on the elliptical the other day that song came on and you know I was listening to it and I feel like our country right now it's a good that's a really good song uh, for people to be listening to anyways but it's it's a real it's a song that gets you it gets me up uh, pumped up gets me feeling good uh, and inner, injects some joy into my life
1: so let's uh, give everybody just a few seconds of that
2: Hands up men.
0: So that's my recommendations. Probably the best ones y'all are going to get. Uh, but we'll, we'll let Jeremy go ahead and, and see what he can do.
2: Wow. Thanks for serving that up to me, up to me Joel. You're welcome. All right, guys. So it's actually a, uh, a writer that I have to uh, recommend this week. Um, uh, her work is incredible. Her name is Fanny Schrute. Uh, her seminal work, A, a Willing ign- a willing ignorance is in Hartford. Hartford Women's Lit Quarterly. Uh, you guys are gonna love this work. Um, it's all about her family. I'm just kidding. This is my office joke for the week.
0: Really, oh my gosh. really like. <laughs> ah, man. I was. <laughs> I
2: heard Shroot. You
0: had me though. You did. I'm like, What the frick you is he talking about? Be seriously.
2: Like, who is this Fanny Shroot? <laughs> I heard Shroot, and I had a. I had an inkling. And what boring ass shit is he talking Jacket. about? Yeah. <laughs> all right, so it, it after books. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so it actually is a writer I have to recommend this week. His name is Jack Carr. I listened to his episode recently on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, he's a former Navy SEAL, and he wanted to get into writing ever since he um, he became a SEAL. He grew up in libraries and stuff, so his his plan was always to retire, become a writer, and so now he's writing these books. They're extremely accurate to the uh, to the to the SEAL mentality. He mentions companies like Black Rifle Coffee in them, like yeah. all sort of like. Like r- really like uh stuff that we, we we would know. Um Matt, he drives a Land Rover. I know you're into those. Um, <laughs> I'm on the Land that. Cruisers, not rovers. La- La- Land Cruiser, sorry, whatever. They're all the same to me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um but his first book, um, uh The Terminal List, uh it's a James Reese series. It's this uh this book of revenge, the government uh, uh kills his family and he, he just goes ape shit and absolutely fucking murders everybody. Um it's incredible. Joel while you're on the uh, the uh, elliptical or whatever. Yeah. Um, you're going to love this thing. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's been incredible. Uh, the podcast with Rogan though goes into it more behind the scenes and stuff. The book was incredible. Uh, they're in talks with the TV show right now. I think they've kind of postponed filming with everything that's going on. But uh, Chris Pratt is actually tagged to uh, do the lead role in it as, as the wow. Jack Trees character. Cool. Uh, but it's, it's really good. I'm already on the second book. There's a trilogy right now. There's three of them. So um, highly recommend the whole series
3: are you reading it or listening to it
2: I am reading it through my ears got it that's how I like to read
0: side note <laughs> on that Jeremy uh this guy he actually has a podcast it's called the Jocko podcast um yeah. the guy oh, Jocko, yeah. yeah that's the same guy right
2: no Jack <laughs> Carr never mind Jocko is Jocko Willink or something right okay my bad bro didn't mean to hijack yeah. shit no, no, but, but very similar. I, I think they, they actually know each other. Um, there's not that many Navy SEALs out there. And this guy is recently retired. The uh, The first book in this series came out like 2018 or so. So he's pretty recently retired. So a lot of the references in there are like specific gun types that like you can actually get like the specific boots that he liked when he was a Navy SEAL. Like, so it's, it's very real world no, feel to it. But it's a fictional book. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, and the books actually have to be run by the, he talks about this in, in the, uh, in the Rogan show about how the books have to be sent to, um, the U S government for censorship in case he says anything that can't be said publicly. So you'll be listening to the books and like, all of a sudden it'll be like, and then they go to redacted and then they stay at the <laughs> redacted and like, it's all those parts. Cause he left it in there, but they had to like black it out. And stuff. Really? So it's pretty- Interesting, yeah, because oh, that's wow. how accurate these books are and stuff. So that's wild. Y- you'll like it. The, the first one is like a revenge tale, so it really gets your like blood pumping and stuff. It, and it's good.
0: Jack Carr.
2: Jack Carr, the terminal list. The terminal list. I'm going to look that up, definitely, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's really good.
0: Glad we saved you for last, Jeremy. That's a pretty good recommendation right there. I can, I'm actually looking forward to, to listening to that. But All right, guys, anything else y'all want to add before we sign off today? No? We done? Okay, guys. Good to go. Appreciate y'all being here. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate you all listening to That Reload Podcast. This has been an amazing episode. Hope you guys learned some good recipes, maybe even some good tricks, some awesome drinking games from yours truly, you know, that Jeremy probably wouldn't want to play because he's not fun. But on that being said, subscribe, guys. Hit that button right now. Do it so you can listen to That Reload Podcast anytime, anywhere. Thank you all very much and have a wonderful and safe 4th of July. See you. This podcast is brought to you by Reload Rub and Seasoning. Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to ReloadRub.com and order yours today.
1: So speaking of scrambled eggs, I went to McDonald's this morning for breakfast and I got a sausage McMuffin, right? Okay. You guys ever had a sausage? I know, no. not you, Jeremy. Joel and Stacey, yes. have you ever had a sausage McMuffin? Yes. I enjoy breakfast. Yeah, food. they're not I've my favorite,
3: them. but I have but had them. you know how
1: the egg on the McMuffin's like special? It's different <laughs> from anything else. <laughs> yes. yes. It's in a microwave. I think it's they actually disc. do it on a flat top, right?
3: But it's like no, a No, microwave.
1: Oh. But it's a real egg. Like you can see yeah. the white, and you can see the yolk. My Sausage McMuffin came with the stupid folded scrambled egg, like what they normally put on the biscuits.
0: What? The I was nervous. Nervous. That's I was sons like, of bitches. garbage? That's blazing. Oh, didn't get that
2: spongy egg? Oh, it's so sad. Well, you don't yeah. get that
0: really eggy yolk. You know what I mean? It freaking sucks. Yeah. What are you looking so for, baby? <laughs>
1: you when you said you sausage egg, that. that's what that reminded me of. Or uh, a scrambled egg, I of <laughs> She'll get it eventually. That's what she was looking for.
0: She's t- she her pecking on the LCD screen and everything. Anyways,
2: all right, Jeremy. Matt, I was talking to my mom Bring today. I was Please. telling her about how I put the Dukes on the uh, burger buns to toast them. Yeah. She was, she was like, "Oh, Dukes is horrible. Hellman's is the what? Best. Oh I, no!" I was like, "I was like, have you tried Dukes?" And I was like, "I found it to be very good." And she's like, "I've tried it. I didn't like it." And she's like, I tried it again and didn't like it again. She's like, Hellman's is just so much better. And so I was like, Mom, I guess we just can't be friends anymore. And Listen. She, and then, oh, and then she no. goes, eh, What's the? What else is new? Oh no! My mom I'm said so the same thing. And Yeah. Bear, well, Bear
3: Sue Bear, I She was all excited to try Duke's. She's really particular on her brands, and she ended up giving me the jar back and said that
2: she didn't care for it. You know what, Stacy? Like you, Your your mom's from up north, isn't she? Yeah. So is my mom. I think it's a Yankee thing. Yeah. They like Hellman's better. Yeah. And then a Southern... Uh, Dukes is more of a Southern thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I was good. I'm we so did we did the Dukes it on the
3: uh, burger buns tonight, actually, to, to toast them up.
2: Delicious. Yeah, I, I did Dukes on mine also. Mm-hmm. So good.
0: Matt, can you, uh, can you slide that in? Post?
2: Yeah, if you could get that copyrighted song and play it for us yeah, during ju- this well, segment. It's
0: just a clip. And just, yeah, ble- just then, the clip. and then bleep bleep to just one bar.
3: Not part. not just the tip. Just just the just, clip.
0: Just, just the clip. Just to see how it feels. Just, just the, the tip. clip.
3: <laughs> you can get away with.
2: You can get away with just the clip.
0: And that's all right. You know Matt's really good at playing with the clips.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna play a little game. It's called hide the clip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the oh, podcast. Oh shit. Okay. But- <laughs> I should have said the tickler is really good My at tickling cl- the clips. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of like a tickle the pickle reference.
3: That. He likes to tickle the clips. Yeah, <laughs> tickle the clips.
0: Hey, he's tickling clips for you and me. tickling clips for eternity.
3: No, what? A tickle the clips of the pod. <laughs> What? Like Total Eclipse of the
2: Heart. Oh, I see. Oh, <laughs> oh, it be like an 80s power <laughs> ballad. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I have to tell <laughs> you guys, one do. of my
1: favorite things is when you get musical ADD and you're both on the exact same page and bust <laughs> out into the song together. We do. Like, that's been happening more and more lately, and I love it.